Varner, your host of the She Needs Grit podcast, and I am really, really pumped up for what I have in store for you this year. We are going to be diving into some amazing entrepreneurial stories. We're going to be talking all about how you can build your business, how you can have a business that supports the exact ideal dream life you're trying to create for yourself and your family and how you can do it while you make buckets of money. So settle in, buckle up, get some caffeine, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the She Needs Grit podcast. This is your host, Sam Varner, and today we are talking about scaling a business with a family, with kids. We're talking about how hard it can be to be an entrepreneur who is driven and searching for massive growth in their business while also trying to be a parent. So, all right, today, here we are. We are in July when I'm recording this episode. And so you guys all know, I've got four kids, two teenagers, one preteen, and one about to be double digits. And so that means a couple of things. It's rarely nap time around here anymore, certainly not quiet time in their rooms, at least not that I'm instigating, but the teenagers do kind of retreat. I am the chauffeur. My role has shifted dramatically to be play dates and play groups and just, hey mom, can you drop me off? So in this current situation that I am, I think that we'll be able to talk a little bit about little kids and business and scaling and big kids and business and scaling. And first and foremost, I'm going to say to you, you need to decide what your values are. Well, I do mean your personal values, but what is most important? What are you trying to create with your business? I talk about Your business is the supporting cast to your life. Now, that doesn't always mean that it's not front and center, right? Sometimes the business baby actually requires focus and time and effort to the detriment of our actual babies, but it doesn't happen all the time. And with some careful management and some paying attention and a couple of little tips, I think that you can scale an amazing profitable business and have a family, whether you are pre-kids, little kids, middle kids, about to be grown kids. Either way, let's talk through how you can do both without losing your ever-loving mind. So leaning on the values, we talk about that, right? So what that means to me is there are certain non-negotiables. For me, I want to have dinner with my family most of the time. I am never going to say all of the time because that would be insane. It's not possible. It's not possible because sometimes my business has a networking event that I am at during the dinner hour. Sometimes my kid, one of the four, has some sort of activity that requires me to be driving them there or participating or dropping them off. And so family dinner is happening at home and we're missing. And that's okay, right? We are not looking to be perfectionists in anything that we do. We don't need it to be all the time, every single way, perfectly. 
It's insane. It will make you absolutely insane to do that. So family dinners are important to me. It's a thing that is a throwback from when I was a kid. My parents made it a priority priority to be around the dining room table and to be having conversation about our day, about what was happening in the world, all sorts of things. There was fighting over who got the last serving of things and who had to clean up the kitchen. And you know what? We've carried on all of those traditions, including who's doing the dishes afterwards. Still a fight to this day. Generations are doing the same sort of arguing. But you know what? One of the things about my childhood is now upon reflection as an adult, those kitchen hours I spent with my siblings were pretty fantastic bonding times. And so I tell my kids all the time when they're complaining about it that I'm building them memories and they're welcome. They'll appreciate it, but probably not for a little while yet. So I consider my family my number one client. I want at the end of every week or every month or every quarter to evaluate, have I shown up in the best way humanly possible as a mom Have I done that? Because you know what? Then everything else is working out okay. My clients are almost all exclusively parents. And so they have lives and they have their number one client and that is their families. And so if something comes up, everybody is very understanding. And I expect that they will be understanding of my family situation and I extend the same courtesy to them. You would be surprised how much we have moved away from, or maybe it's just the culture of people I surround myself with, but regardless, you do not have to be at the beck and call of your clients. You do not have to pretend as if you are some sort of weird robot that has no family, has no life circumstances crop up. In fact, I want you to stop being that person. If you feel like you're, do you remember that CBC footage before COVID? where the man was being interviewed on the BBC and his kid came into the room and like interrupted the interview and he was on camera being interviewed and his wife scuttled in trying to get the kid out. Okay. He just picked the kid up, plunked the kid on his lap and kept talking. What if we all just acknowledge that we have kids that are maybe doing that, maybe interrupting in some way, maybe needing to be dropped off early and so we have to take a call in the car or maybe we're not all put together for this zoom call because we were running people around all morning but we have hopped ourselves back in our office chair and we're ready to go i think that if we can give ourselves a ton of grace and understanding in this way and extend it to all of our clients everybody can breathe a deep sigh and i think you can scale better You are spending less of your precious, precious brain energy. You guys, I need a coffee. Um, You're spending more of your precious energy being able to be exceptional at your job and in your business than being so concerned about the fact that I may or may not hear kids in the background. My clients all know I don't care. I know you're a human. I know you have a family. I know kids are sometimes loud despite the fact that we threaten their whole lives before we got on a Zoom call and it doesn't matter. It still is allowing me to function as a professional. I still show up as a professional and nobody is going to judge you if your toddler has not yet figured out how to be professional. It's totally fine. They're not expected to. So we're going to consider our family the number one client. How do we want to treat that number one client? How much of our attention and time goes to the number one client? 
Yeah, makes you think about it differently, right? One of the ways that I do that is making sure that I have backend systems for as much as humanly possible. So the more things that I can delegate out to my staff, that I can automate on the back end from some sort of use of technology, the better. All of those pieces allow me to be more present with my family in the times that I want while still achieving the business tasks I need to have done. It is amazing now with the technology we have at our fingertips, the ability for us to hire people that are not even in our same country to be able to help us with virtual assistance. They don't need to be next door. They can be anywhere in the world to help you with your business with whatever their level of expertise is. You do not have to do every single thing by yourself. You can find a way or find a person to help you out in your business. And on the flip side of that, you can find people in your life that can help you out with your children. One of the number one things I used to do when I was first getting my business started is that I would flip time with other moms. So I would send my kids over there for a two hour or a three hour block. And then I would on a different day, take their kids so they could do whatever they needed to get done. Kid free, right? No kid wrangling means you can get all sorts of things done. The other piece that I used to do tons when my kids were little and still works to this day is I am very open for my kids to have friends over. What that allows them to do is go off and do things with their friends and they don't need me to engage. Far less. I basically just have to throw snacks at them. And it allows me to get way more done in the days of the summer when everybody is at home because everybody is somewhat occupied. It makes a huge difference. So you can be very efficient with your time if you take advantage of the fact that your kids are occupied either at a neighbor's house if they're too little to be, you know, out there playing soccer in the backyard or on the street riding bikes or whatever, get somebody to help you. I also, when the kids were little over the summer in particular, had a mother's helper. So I was here most of the time and still sometimes I was doing the heavy lifting with like putting people down for naps or helping if there was a massive situation. But for the most part, I was able to get tons of work done. And she was the amusement. She was the activity. She was the cruise director for me so that I could get work done. And I was on call if somebody really did need me. Right. So I wasn't completely not here. I could take a break. I could have lunch with them. I could read a story. I could see what picture they had colored, but it didn't mean that I was like constantly interrupted. I could say to her, I need two and a half hours right now. You need to take the kids to the park, walk home, go the long way, come in, give them a snack, and then I'll come out at that point. And I could get so much done. So I want you to look at the way your life is currently structured. Are you using your time? Are you finding pockets of time that you can use to grow your business? And this goes for those of us that are working full, full time in our business the way I am now, and those of us that are just at the beginning trying to work in the nooks and crannies and grow something a little bit of hours at a time. Your scaling ability is not, it is not required to have a 40 hour, nine to five work week. I want you to hear that again. You don't have to work 40 hours, nine to five, in order to scale your business. Now, there's a certain amount of time that you're going to have to put in on current projects, current clients, and 
move the needle actions that are going to allow you to grow. But I promise you the amount of time that was wasted in my corporate job is just like yours. So if you're right now working 40 hours a week in your business, I want you to take a really critical, harsh look at your schedule and ask yourself, do I really need to be doing all of these things? Is this really the best use of my time? Am I messing around on social media? Have I inadvertently given myself tasks that I could absolutely delegate and I just need to take the time to do that? Mm-hmm. Yep, you need to be doing it. If you're trying to scale, you need to be really critical about how you're spending your time. Here's the last point of this, and I want to hammer this really hard, okay? If you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of examples that I have experienced lately. My son, who is 13, goes to a sports camp. And this camp is run through the school, and he goes there most days of the week. Now, I was a little bit delinquent in trying to figure out rides for him this year. I'm usually a little bit better at this. The timing doesn't work, and I'm way busier than I have been in the summer before. And usually, I am the person who is going to, to the detriment of myself, bend over backwards to get him to and from, and he better go to every day. And oh my goodness, what will happen if he doesn't? This year, I let that go a little. He goes as many times as possible, which is usually three out of the four times a week. I take him, his dad picks him up, friends are dropping him off. I've asked another friend who has a, a big teenage son if she can drop him. Listen, it takes a village. And if you're gonna run and scale a business, you need to decide that it's sometimes okay that they miss something. It's sometimes okay that you are literally sprinting in at the last minute for the thing and that they'll be fine. Now, this is a lot easier for me to say because my kids are older now. So if I have to text somebody and say like, I'm running five minutes behind, I'm not at all worried that they're sitting there by themselves for five minutes, that's fine. So if you're living in the land of littles, right? Little kids still, and this is not so much of an option. Then what this means is you have to choose that at nap time, you're going to do work stuff. And here's the kicker. That means you need to ignore the dirty dishes. It means you need to ignore the laundry. It means you need to ignore that all the pieces of the house that also need to get done. You need to choose your business first. And then as somebody once said, and I can't remember, but it was they made the choice to never again do something when the kids were asleep or the kids weren't home that they could do with the kids being there. So her example was, um, it might be this Fresh Hell podcast, which is a parenting podcast that if you haven't listened to, they're hilarious and absolutely worth a listen. There's so much knowledge there. But she had said, you know, I used to unload the dishwasher when the kids were gone and load the dishwasher up or I'd wait till nap time to do that. Now I just do it when they're having their snack. So I'm engaging with the kids while they're doing their activity and I'm getting something done around the house that I can get done. Folding laundry is another good example. If your kids are really little and they're the pile destroyers that mine used to be, I suggest you could stand and fold onto the kitchen table, which protects your piles, but still allows you to engage with them as they're playing with their trucks or their whatever they're playing with on the floor. So here's the thing. 
If you want to scale your business because it's super, super important to you, you do not need to wait until your kids are gone. It is not required. What you do need to do is make it a priority. Show those kids that they're a priority, but be stingy with your time. If you're going to give time to your business, then for the love, be doing things that are scaling and growing your business. There is no time for just sticking around. There is relaxing and downtime, and we do that with intention. But don't fall into a trap of saying to yourself, I'm relaxing, and you accidentally watch Instagram Reels for three hours. Now you're not relaxing. Now you're super stressed. Now you haven't gotten anything accomplished, and you're scrambling. So with that, I want to leave this on a really upbeat kind of thought. You're sitting there with whatever family structure you have, whatever kind of human people live in your house, okay? And it might feel really hard to build a business and to scale a business and to grow an empire when you've got all these little people. But I tell you, there is nothing better in life than when your kids get big enough to A, appreciate what you're doing and B, acknowledge how hard you're working and see, ask you if they can please come and work for the company when they're big enough to work because they wanna work with you. I have had absolutely the privilege of those comments. I have had kids say to me, no worries, mom, I'll come back. I don't wanna bother you while you're working. I know you're working really hard. I've had kids say to me, mom, I'm so impressed. You work so hard. You've established such a big business. I'm really proud of you. And there's honestly nobody else that can say that to me and have that same level of impact in my life. And they know that sometimes it means I sacrifice things that they want me to be doing that I can't do right now. But they also know without a doubt that they are my most important part of my entire world. And that the whole reason I'm doing this is for them. A happy mom and a growing business owner can be an exceptional parent. So with that, I leave you with, you're doing a great job. You're building a badass business. You're keeping people alive, even if they're under the laundry pile. And I know you can do it. So if you need my help and you want to just maybe commiserate with somebody who you absolutely know is in the trenches, then reach out to me, sam at crushprofitcoaching.com. And you and I can have a conversation about where you're at and where you want to be. And if I can help you get there in any way, I 100% will. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time at the She Needs Grit podcast. I would be ever so grateful if you would be able to leave me a review or share this episode with somebody that you know needs to listen to these lessons as well. Thank you so much.